Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. This is the Arizona Football Show where we talk all things Arizona Wildcats football. Uh, my name is Eddie Law, and my co-host, as always, is former Arizona Wildcats corner number five, the real number five, at least one of them, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is Shaquille Richardson. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good, doing good. Ready for the day, you know. Let's get it, let's get it. All right. So, uh, folks, if you enjoy the show, please help us out by hitting that subscribe button anywhere you see us, on iTunes, on YouTube, wherever you are, including Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on social media. All right. So real quick, obviously, you know, the NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be on the game, in the game, on the action at Bet Online. Uh, week 12, it just seems like we're getting through the season pretty quick, even with injuries, you know, no preseason and all that. And then, of course, COVID issues. We're still getting a lot of good games. This week, a huge AFC North showdown between the Baltimore Ravens and their Pittsburgh Steelers on Thanksgiving night, dude. And I'm taking Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I know what you look at that game. But I, like, wrong, I know, I know the they lost pick. today. That's I know they lost. Pick. They lost last week. They lost last week. I get it, but but just Lamar Jackson. And another one. The Steelers is twenty four to three this week. Yeah, look, the Steelers going on the field. I, I'm Steelers probably going to go on the field this year for real. You think so? They might. They might as well. Dude, ben, ben, look, Ben Roethlisberger, you got to give that dude credit for coming back from that from that injury the way he did and playing the way he is at the age. I mean, that guy's beat up every year and he's still doing it big. So. I wouldn't be surprised. We've sure. been there years and years and years, you know. And to Coach Tomlin, great coach. They got a good team over there. Ballhawks in the secondary. Of course, you got the veteran quarterback. So many weapons at receiver. They're running the ball. You know, they just focus at the team. So, nah, I like it. I like the Steelers. It, it, they probably uh, they probably get to the championship for sure. Probably got to beat uh, the Bucks or somebody like um, the Bucks or the Chiefs or somebody. They're in the AFC, right? Yeah. Yeah. AFC North, so. Oh man, look, I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Mar Jackson. We'll see, we'll see. I don't know. I'm hoping he gets out of that funk. We'll see. And it's not then, as good. Sophomore slump. Go ahead, chalk it up. Right, right, yeah. The, yeah, the sophomore slump. <laughs> the the Madden curse. Right. The Madden curse. Anyway, all right. So my Cardinals I'll take Kyler. Fox, I'll bro, take Kyler over Lamar this year. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I'm saying that game specifically because my uh, Cardinals are gonna go play the, the Patriots in Foxborough this weekend. And of course, I'm taking Arizona. And of course, the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. We got the the, the present versus, I guess, the past. Ooh. Whatever. Mahomes versus Brady. Lots to pick from from uh, lots to pick from to bet on. What are you gonna? What do you think about betting on? Uh, I would have to bet on the Chiefs. Ooh. It's okay. tough. It's tough. It's tough. Even though, um, actually, actually, I'll take Tom Brady because this is how I feel like. I feel like Tom Brady will win in the uh in the during the season. Mm. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes will win the playoffs. All right, man. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. They got a good team over with the Bucks. Plenty of running backs, and they still use a uh, Rojo Amazing. more than uh, yeah. But so both of them grade two or all like four all pro receivers, three all pro receivers. You know, weapons Gronk. Un, un, you know, unfathomable how much offensive weapons they got. It's ridiculous. About time they gave Brady some weapons like that. That's, that's the yeah, first time I've seen anything like that. Lineup. Stupid lineup right now. It's crazy. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager on than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, which never closes. You can stay up all night if you want to. You got nothing else to do. Why not? So uh, just you know, just be careful. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbooks experts. 
So one of us, I don't know, I might have to go to play on Bet Online for a while, man. That, that was an incredibly disappointing game on Saturday night. Our Wildcats travel to Seattle to take on the Washington Huskies. We end up with a record-setting ninth straight loss for the Wildcats. That's a program record. Luckily, it's not an NCAA record yet. Let's let's not even touch that one. Damn. Uh, for, yeah, man. For at least three three quarters, first three quarters, it seemed like neither side of the ball could get anything going. It wasn't until the fourth when they finally started moving the ball well and scoring. But at that point, we're in a thirty-seven point hole, man. So before we even scored the first touchdown, what was your what was your takeaway from this game? Because it, it just it hurt to watch. <laughs> My takeaway was we took a, a large step back. We took a large step back from last week. Um, we came in there, didn't have any rhythm at all. Uh, I think it was a away game being the first away game this year. Um, I don't think we handled that properly. People weren't clearly weren't ready to play, you know. Uh, so it was, uh, I took away that that was a major step back from where we were going this year. You know, our, all our, all our hopes for this year, unless we go four and oh in these last or three and oh, these last three games, you know. Unless we get to, you know, a, a charity bowl game. Are we looking for a charity go bowl game this year? Yeah. I did I, I did take away still that I think uh Gunnell is still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh yeah. That that uh he ended the stat line with, you know, three tubs, about three hundred, you know, no no picks. He had that one fumble, but you know, the pressure was immense. The pressure. Washington defense brought the pressure for sure. So let's uh let's go ahead and do, you're talking about numbers. Let's look at, let's look at the numbers. Grant Gunnell, twenty seven for thirty nine, two hundred and fifty nine yards, three touchdowns. Most of that yardage in the fourth quarter, unfortunately, but yeah. like you said, the pressure was there from uh, uh, from from the Washington uh, defense for sure. Yeah, for sure, and it was a uh, it was just a lot of pressure. Um, we just had them sitting in the in the in the pocket like a statue. You know, I felt like we should have moved the pocket when they had that much t- that type of pressure. Uh, even I know I know they say Washington, you know, so good at stopping the run, but looking at the numbers, Brightwell five yards a carry. You know, the, the next the next running back was that was that Jalen John. How many, how many yards per carry was that? Seven point five. Seven point five, yeah. Seven point five a carry, you know, off of what six carries, mm-hmm. four four carries for you know two point. We we were moving the ball in the run game. And I, I think I think we got off track with that hurry up offense. We lost all rhythm, all rhythm. <laughs> opened up twenty four zero. We had no uh, we had no no rhythm. Three and out defense gave up a touchdown. Three and out defense gave up a field goal. Three and out the four and out whatever you want to call it, you know. It was hard to watch, honestly, but we were talking about this, and we were talking about the hurry-up offense. We He came out of it, or someone called that early, like right yeah, away. We opened, up, like, we opened up with it. Like, what happened? Like, I don't know. I, I honestly honestly didn't like it. I feel like we our offense don't need that much dressing. You know, we have, mm-hmm. like, our matchup, you see 11 down the field, you see 10 down the field, you see 18 down the field, you see 5 down the field. This kid, Barry Hill, Hill is behind DBs. Like all we need is three step drops, five step drops, and let the ball go on the one on one matchup. Our our receivers are winning these one on one matchups all game, you know, unless they, you know, switched out all their corners and all their DBs in the fourth quarter, which I mean, you know, they probably did. But yeah. all all we need, you know, Tom Brady run their offense. They just you know play action, move the pocket a little bit, mm-hmm. five step drops, you know, real uniform. All we need to do is find the matchups. I feel like we got matchups everywhere. Right now, and and you know we'll, we'll we'll get into it, of course, and, and as far as the matchups go, because I mean, like you said, especially in the fourth quarter. But we got receivers that can beat these guys. Can beat these guys. Plain yeah. as day, we got receivers that can win one on one routes. It's mm-hmm. very very clear as day. We got a running back who's gonna pound it in. Mm-hmm. We just gotta we just gotta get them open, get them in the best possible places to make plays. You know, we drop mm-hmm. back, sat there, pressure was right on us. So all our mid our you know mid level passing routes were done. Um, we were, our running was off and on. I, I had a 20-yard run. 
You know, we had some we had some long runs, twenty yard run. You know, we were doing doing decent. You feel me? Rushing. Let me see. Arizona rushing was long. Oh man, let's see. The longest is thirty yard from receiving. receiving. That's receiving. Let me go that's up the receiving. Uh, twenty. Yeah, twenty from Brightwell. Twenty twenty yard runs. You know, that's not mm-hmm. bad. We didn't we didn't run a lot. Clearly, we didn't have a lot of runs just that we were behind so much. Right. But you know, those three and outs hurt us in that hurry up offense. We couldn't get our rhythm at all. Yeah, I, I would love to see, and I and I've, I've looked up every interview with uh, with someone since the game, and he's only actually done one, but. I uh, looked up every interview from you know the players and and and, uh, and Sumlin, and no one can explain why they did that. But you know, it's. I mean, sure. If you come in, if you come into a game plan feeling feeling like you need to, you know, uh, create a spark for your team or, mm-hmm. or just try to you know create an advantage, you know, then you you try to hurry up offense to catch somebody off guard, maybe warm them down, maybe you know hit them a couple times to get to a, a healthy start. They probably right. practice those scripted plays more than three. I'm sure at the time they practice, you know, they practice, they practice getting first down. So right. if we don't get first down, I also noticed that they did um, try to run the ball in the beginning, you know, on first mm-hmm. and second down, even when they had no success, it's not terrible, but uh, second and long, we didn't have any running back screen game. You know, I don't, I don't think we have any running back screen games. I haven't seen much. Um, I think those second and longs are perfect for, you know, screens, catch the defense off guard, get some yards back, make it more manageable. I don't know. It was, it was bad. It was bad. I think we're going to do a lot better next week. Hopefully we get the win, but, you know. Well, we definitely need the win, man. We, you, know, you can't go, you know, 0-2. And we, look, I just don't want to – I want to win. That's it. That's all I want right. to do is and Gunnell, just want to win. I can tell Gunnell wants to win very bad, oh, too. He, he wants to win. Yeah, he wants to win for sure. So, that uh, him, him, you know, leading the team is, is mm-hmm. going to be good in the future, but we got to win now for sure. Right. So, uh, speaking of Gunnell, he had receivers. And, and he had Stanley, Stanley – sorry, Stanley Barry Hill. Five times, 65 yards, two touchdowns, and again, all in sort of garbage time. But um, I was really impressed with number 18, Majan Wright. Four catches, 58 yards, and one touchdown. But it was when he caught the ball, mm-hmm. he would try to make a play. It wasn't like catch and fall or catch and let's see what the defense is doing. Mm-hmm. It was catch and go, trying right. to make something happen. Get so some I'm, more yards. Right, he's a freshman. So I'm, I'm very excited for that kid. Um, Booby Curry, four catches, 55 yards. You know, he's, again, also a young guy. The one dude that didn't get very much, and he he, he didn't get targeted very much either, uh, Jameer Joyner. Uh, Jameer Joyner, one catch, seven yards. It's uh, He's supposed to be leading, leading this, this receiving core. I wonder what's going on with that. Yeah, I wonder what's going on with that too. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but we I feel like uh, as the Arizona program, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the program uh, as a whole, going up against uh, Washington's program, you know, they, they've had more success. You know, winning, you know, Pac-12 championships or, you know, um, they, you know, had a lot of, you know, first round picks and, you know, X, Y, and Z, different things that you got to battle when you when you do it. Big time programs. I feel like instead of trying to beat the whole Washington team at the same time, if we isolate our skilled players versus their skilled players, mm-hmm. we could win individual battles that will in turn help us win the game. You know, instead of trying to... Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't really. You know. I'm trying to explain it, but mm-hmm. I feel like for us to beat a bigger time program, instead of trying to, you know, slay the the beast head on, we right. need to win all the side battles. You know, or win the small battles until we're in the end of, end of the game. You know, like uh, that's. I think that's how you beat bigger time schools and everything. Right. Us, right. Us, yeah. us especially with our skill positions, it is fire. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, they skill wise, we could have won those battles. I'm with you. Um, you can see the fumbles on there. Grand Gano lost one early. 
Yeah. And yeah, I was unfortunate. Other a lot than of that, pressure. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Man. Other than that, not, you know, not, not many mistakes we're getting now as far as you know turnovers go. Uh, Roy Lopez, your boy's right there, man. Five uh, five total tackles, four by himself. One uh, tackles for loss. Mm -hmm. He was still all over the place helping stop the run. The first half, we right. we actually cut their, their their running down quite a bit. It, they didn't light us up on you know run uh, run running wise until the third quarter. So yeah, so what I seen in the run game, um, we started off you know better. Roy is, is you know a good nose, but I think we only had maybe a couple. You know we had a real weak D line last year. Yeah. So when you add a couple good players to the D line, it may look like you have a good D line, but then you don't have D line depth. You know, Roy can't play the whole game. We can't have you no. know certain people stopping around the whole game. If you have the D line rotates, you know all the D lines rotate the whole game. So if you don't got a healthy rotation and you leave you know the the playmakers up there the whole game, then they get gassed and maybe by the mm -hmm. end of the game they're not you know they're not as impactful as if they would have had a healthy rotation. And some some good change up, you know, D linemen to come in because I seen Roy come out and at the goal line, like right. you know he shouldn't be coming out at the goal line. Right. He should be in. He should have you know stamina enough or have had a break. He's a big dude. Have had a break, you know, then come back in at a, or you know go out at a different time than that. Don't go out when we on the and you know he's got to get a healthy rotation because our depth on the D line is not as deep just because we only have one real recruiting class of D line, you know talent like you know Roy transfer right right no and, and I'm waiting to maybe save not, not save him and I'm not saying cut his snaps or anything but like take him out a little earlier than you know yeah no no all D-line all D-line rotate like receivers rotate you know yeah like you don't see the receivers in every play you might have a different set of receivers so the receivers rotate and D-line rotates that's that's how it always is so they should be they should be rotating and then when, when we get, you know, like the, like pass rushers, they rotate, rotate, rotate. Then when it's third third down, you, you, you put them boys back in. Right, right. As far as our D-line, not a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Let me see how many uh, sacks. We got one sack, four tackles for a loss. It's not going to cut it. No, nah, that's not going to cut it. We didn't play well. It. We didn't play well at all. We, we let them score. But uh, let me see the um uh, time of possession. That's where we lost it. Time of possession. Ooh, where do they have it on here? Um, maybe game team. Yeah, team. Oh, team stats. All right, let me go yeah, to that. Maybe team stats. Let's see what this. Oh, dude, come on now, Disney Plus. No one cares. So I clicked the wrong button. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. All right. What do we got? Third deficiency. Oh, that's another. Thing. We went two for thirteen on third down. Oh yeah. Terrible. What? Every, every, we got sacked every time we drop back on third down. Right. That's why we, you know, do a little uh, uh shotgun. It's third and short, right? Shotgun mm -hmm. with the back on the strong side. Let's say the back's on the strong side. Get the ball, roll out towards the back, move the pocket, and now you're running flats. You got a corner route. You know, you got a, something, a drag coming from the backside, a little flat mm -hmm. route, some options to get pick up a third and two, pick up a third and four, easy throw, boom. If it's, if they cover everybody covered, Grinnell, go ahead and run. You're athletic. We got a big athletic mm -hmm. quarterback. Let's move the pocket. He can use his legs, use his arm, big arm. You know, we could we could win. We could win for sure. We can, like, win plays. We could Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on uh, iTunes, Spotify, any of the uh, audio-only platforms, make sure you head over to YouTube, Believe in Arizona Football, and you can actually catch us uh, with the uh, with the screen on here. Anyway, so uh, we're talking time of possession, 22-43 for Arizona, 37-17 for Washington. How many minutes is that? 15 minutes? Longer? The difference? Is that no like, longer than that. So it's like I mean, almost a whole quarter. Almost a whole quarter. Almost a whole quarter, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't win if you don't control the game and all. You're gonna get your offense on the field, defense on the field all day. You're not gonna right. win. 
No, I'm going to win those, those three and outs, those three and outs. Uh, and we had like 80-something 80, 80 yards total offense in the first uh, the first half. Mm-hmm. And almost the first quarter, we ran that hurry-up offense, got the offense off the field quick, the defense on the field. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they just controlled the game from there. Right. And actually, those first half yards, man, so our offense put up a measly 45 yards in the first half. We didn't even convert a single third down at in the first half, right? And we were down 24. Third quarter brought more of the same, and it really wasn't until the fourth when the offense finally woke up and racked up 265 yards against Washington's backups, unfortunately. But, you know, no third down conversion until the fourth quarter. Again, not, not something you can win with. Right. Can't can't win win with yeah, you got to execute on third down. We got to execute on third down, win our third downs. Um. You know, you could you could you could you could you could draw a play to, to get a third down, something you know, creative, some reverse type, you know. I think we got super playmakers. So if we pitch it to eleven and then we got five coming around uh, mm-hmm. on a on a double reverse, five can make a play. Absolutely. No, like you said, we got the skill guys to make up we got playmakers on the team. We just gotta give we them do. a chance to make a damn play. Right. And we got playmakers at, at the quarterback position. Right. To get them the ball. So it's not we're not really lacking nothing. The interior pressure, yeah, on the D line, but if you got pressure, move the pocket. A quick game, you know. They can win slant routes. They can win. Right. We we threw a fade where he just he snapped the ball, three step drop, and threw it. You know? Right. No matter if he was open, not open, it was the play is gonna go to him. And right. you look up, you got three yards separation, catch. You know, like all right, he clearly can't guard him. Mm-hmm. You know, our quarterback dropping on a dime. Just right. keep doing stuff like that, you know. Gunnell was reading, reading a lot. He or the pressure just in his face, so he can't see down, you know, see, you know, what's going on. But yeah, we got playmakers out there. Go ahead and give them a chance. Yeah, you, exactly. That's exactly right. You got to give them a chance to make a play. So. All right. All right. So the offensive line, unfortunately, couldn't block anything. Gunnell was pressured on most snaps. Sometimes he held the ball a little too long. I think sometimes he missed a receiver. But to me, it seems like you know when you're. Like he has good pocket awareness last week. We were talking about that. Really good pocket oh, yeah, awareness. Yeah, yeah, but the pocket was closing this week. It wasn't right. Like, it wasn't like laned up. It was you know it was it was closing. So that's why yeah, I thought I would I would can you know suggest moving it. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. All right. So uh, we did. You know, as far as Ganell goes, that's the one thing he got sacked five times. He got hit hard. Quite. He took a few shots in this one. I'm sure he he had to ice up a little bit after the game. Uh, to quote uh, Steve Smith, "Ice up, son." You know, but <laughs> uh, yeah. he'll be all right. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be good. Yeah. So defensively, we were just again we talked about it, we were just bad. Gave up 230 yards on two. We get a 230 yards and two touchdowns on 15 completions to a Washington quarterback that was held. Like what he got held uh, against Oregon State, 141 yards, 14 completions. Oregon State, not the greatest defensive team, I don't think. Right. That was just, yeah. That. yeah, that was just uh, that was just play calling by Washington yeah. last week, having a lot of runs. Uh, scheduled into their offense, you know, probably protect him on his first start. They opened it up a lot more. They had a whole different game plan this week. So oh, okay. you, you don't really want to compare, you know, the last week. They ran the ball okay. way more last week. They had a different game plan this week to pass more, so for sure. Even right. though they had success running, too. They, they, had, they scheduled a lot more passes. They had they had doubled, almost doubled those yards than there uh, by mm-hmm. the first half Yeah, from their no, last game. So that's that's that's, that's intentional. That's that, Those type of things are intentional. And, you know, probably studying film, they probably didn't have all those raw combinations that they were running uh, to study the film because they didn't show a lot of it. But I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see nothing necessarily, uh, like, special. They, you know, right. tight end, they tied in, and quarterback had a good connection. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he had his career high, you know, and he split the seams a little bit, post inside routes, wide open. I seen terrible effort on his long – it was a long touchdown. And 
65 yarder. Yeah. Right. And then like, I had people like you, you see people when I play, um, I expect it to be a team full of people tackling that person. You know, it should never be one person making a tackle. If it's one person making a tackle, tackle, then uh, the rest of the defense is not, you know, running towards the ball and, and closing out how they should. It should be a gang tackling at all times. Mm-hmm. So if you're standing there watching for somebody else to make the tackle, like, what are you doing? You should be chasing that man down. Even if it's not your man, I'll chase the man down that's wide open, tackle him, and then whoever man it was, then I'll let him know. After the play, like get your man. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'll get him for you this time because you know you needed me to because we're on the same team. I'll get him. But get everybody, everybody fly to this ball. Everybody needs to be flying to the ball. Don't wait for somebody else to make the play. You gonna make it. Right. We didn't have none of that. We didn't have none of that. Not seeing people looking around like, oh, you see him running? He's running really <laughs> fast. Who's gonna get him? Like, man, you go get him. You go get him. You're the guy that's supposed to go get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nobody I'm, else I'm is going to get him. You go get him. Big exactly. tight end running, running sixty yards down the field, and people just looking at him on an under route. Like it should be way more players down the field that can close out. It's like, hey, you know, they they weren't they weren't focused last week for sure. No, they weren't. And, and talking about K dot number eighty seven was a tight end. He was the main recipient of those spinning you know, of, of those passes from the you know from a different game plan, obviously from the quarterback yeah, up in Washington. Sure. 100 yards and a score on seven catches. 100 yards and seven catches. That's that's success, especially for sure. Right. And you see, I like, I feel like that might be a feature. They might have chose to work the tight end in. Let's choose, let's go look at the defense for uh, UCLA, pick Mm -hmm. out somebody that we could beat and create an offense that attacks that person with Mm -hmm. different receivers, same receiver, different receiver, ISO, put them in different places. Abuse that, find a weakness, find something that we could, you know, take advantage of and schedule it, you know, like, like schedule it intentionally. Look, it happens, happens in every sport and basketball, you know, the screen on Kyrie or on Stephen or not Stephen, on Clay Thompson to get Stephen, you know, to get Stephen Curry on Kyrie Irving, right. big time championship. That's how you win. Exactly. In football, you got you a corner, as a little, yeah, you got a corner, you got a DB, a little suspect, attack him. Right, and especially when you have like um, uh, such good receivers, like mm-hmm. you see Tampa Bay, uh, they didn't they didn't have it figure out. Everybody had six targets when Antonio Brown came. Everybody had six targets. You see the next week, Mike Evans had ten targets. The next best receiver had eight targets or six targets, and the next best receiver had another six targets. Like they feature somebody, and when you when you draw this route, you say, "All right, look, this route for this receiver on this DB is going to work, right?" And for them to stop this, they have to pull somebody else and double it so when they do that let's put this other talented receiver on a route that's going to be right where this receiver left mm-hmm. you know so if we're looking for a wide receiver one wide receiver one wide receiver one the defense start looking for wide receiver one and then wide receiver two is just as good or better than wide receiver one and now they got single coverage now they got a mismatch and now big play exactly no and Ganell exactly. can execute that oh yeah absolutely no that, that, like and, and, and again, and I know like, I always check on both sides when I mean, watching the game, but also I check to see what you know what fans are saying. And most of the time, I don't you know I don't give the fans too much credit. But like, man, some of the, some of these people are just like, oh, good. we we got another crappy quarterback. I'm like, whoa, hey, hey relax. What is wrong Very with you? Very we have a really guy. Yeah, he's since, really since, good. Yeah, since Nick Foles. Yeah, he's the best we have. Yeah, exactly. The best we have since Nick Foles. I mean, people remember uh, uh was it Willie Tutama Mas- back in the day? Yeah, Willie mascot. Yep, exactly. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, he's the best since, since his Nick Foles easily. So, all right. So, um, oh, and Coach Lemon was actually asking about the coverages as far as, you know, like, especially the, that middle area, right? Yeah, so it said, was not uh, good. I noticed that. It was not good. We had, uh, I think they ran a bait dig. On, I think mm-hmm. it was the play. I think it was like, like, dude, you're the mic. And you're a receiver. Okay, yeah, you cross your face, but you have a linebacker right there. He stops in front of your other linebacker, and you go down and chase that linebacker, and now the wide open right behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I could, um, that's one of the things that I understand a lot about, uh, like zone defenses and relating mm-hmm. to receivers and zones turning the band and being in your zone passing stuff off. You got, you got to be able to teach that kid. Got to be comfortable doing that. So uh, now, you know, again, the positive, you know, Grant Gannell finally got into the groove. He finished the game twelve fifty nine yards, three touchdowns. My John Wright, you know, four fifty eight. He's the bright spot, honestly. I think uh, we finished next. four for four touchdowns, right? Last four drives, four touchdowns. I believe we got three. Three. That last right. one we didn't score. The very last one, I think we scored four. I think it was four. Oh, no, you're right. Four. We got one running, right? I think it was four. Think, yeah. 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 Wiley got it. Right. Wiley. Got yeah. It. Wiley got it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, that old line man it changed up late in the third and let you know we finally got to score and everything. But that old line is going to be a focus this week for sure, especially taking mm-hmm. on UCLA. We'll right. Put it on Oregon this week. Let's this move the pocket. Week. Let's move the pocket. It's not mm-hmm. you know, have that running back chip the tight end. Let's get you know, get it wide open for him to see a little bit. Right. All right. So let's let's try to forget this game. Um, <laughs> I guess the one question I have for you. So here's another bad stat. And it's one of those stats that that you try to ignore for a while, but this mm-hmm. one's just weird. Under under Coach Sumlin, Arizona's now two and ten on the road. Yeah. And that's not dude. That's that's, that's a pattern. That's a pattern at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I could tell that they weren't they weren't ready. They weren't mm-hmm. ready for. I mean, you know, it was the first you know COVID road trip, but mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't ready. Our road record has to for sure do better. Our, our we don't have any focus on the road. We got to figure that out for sure because uh, you got to win on the road, and mm-hmm. we don't. We haven't. So. Yeah, not in a long time. So yeah. all right. So this weekend is not going to be easy for Arizona. We travel to the Rose Bowl to take on UCLA. And the Bruins, UCLA is coming off a 38 to 35 loss to number 11 Oregon in a very competitive game um, where the defense went after uh, the Oregon quarterback quite like if we hit him, they hit him like four times. Um, and, and then they, the defense also tackled, they racked up 10 tackles for a loss. And they're not letting the, the running game go either. Yeah. No, we, we, we're going to be able to still run the ball if we, yeah. if we are, you know, first and manageable because we got a, a tough running back. I don't even care. If they did that to them last week, they'll have to do that again to us this week. You feel me? Uh, we got a good running back. It's it's uh, respectable compared to, you know, the rest of the backfields. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks is respectable. So they're going to be in – even though they rank number 11, yeah. But mm-hmm. put our quarterback on their team and, you know, oh. they'll be going off. And put oh. our receivers on, on their team and they'll be going off. So we need, mm-hmm. you know, to have our team going off. And we just got to unlock that, you know, chemistry and running the right things. Right. All right. It's going to be a tough game for sure, but we need and we need every single we can get. This is going to be a big game in terms of seeing where the program is heading under Sumlin. Believe me, win or lose this weekend, Sumlin's going to be the focus of the of all the talks. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We got right. talent. We got talent. So we got to uh, you know maximize. Yeah. Just put it together. That's it. All right. Game time is 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Again, with COVID, we got to keep in mind that any of these games can be canceled at any time. And California is, is getting more restrictions in, so who knows yeah. what's going to happen. All right. All right. And then uh, one more thing on that note, Pac-12 decided to allow non-conference games in order to make up for many, as many canceled games as possible. It's a weird move to do at this point, but end of the day, it's like, yeah, you get more games. Fair enough. More money. They need more money. They need more money. Exactly. So, and, and just very quickly, um, the away game, the, the, every game that we do non-conference is going to be a home game. 
Um, the Pac-12 testing and related protocols have to be adhered to by the non-conference opponent. Uh, it's going to be a home game, and it's going to be it has to be broadcast on Pac-12 television partner mm-hmm. where the money comes in. Yeah, and then right. if a Pac-12 <laughs> right, if a Pac-12 opponent, this is a weird one. If the Pac-12 opponent becomes available by the end of the day on Thursday, any given week. So let's say you have a game this weekend. Let's say against BYU and Cal or Stanford becomes available on Thursday night. You have to play that Pac-12 team instead of yeah. the non-conference team. So. Yeah. It's getting to get. It might get pretty nutty at the end. So, yeah. but at least we'll, they'll be playing. Right. Either, way it'll, either way, it'll be playing. Exactly. That's good. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Lady, uh, of the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast. Um, make sure you uh, follow us on your favorite podcast outlet, YouTube, iTunes, all the places we're at. Appreciate you guys. You can follow on Twitter at Believe in AZ Football or F Ball. Sorry, Believe in AZ F Ball. Of course, Shaq at Dr Four underscore Unruly on IG and Twitter. All right, you can get more of that uh, of that hairdo, man. You got you got that clean <laughs> on too. I'm telling you, you got that right. All right, yeah, yeah. And you can follow shout me out. on Twitter at Ela32. What's up? Hey, shout out to my Jen. There you go. Oh, she's out. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, uh, Ela32 on Instagram at Ela52, and uh, of course, you guys see the uh, down here the, uh, the the Twitter for Believe in Arizona Football. We're also on Facebook at Believe in Arizona Football, or just just look us up. Hit the follow on everything. Hit the like on everything. You can get us. All right, good deal. Do it for us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to BetOnline.ag. Make sure to hit them up and please your bets. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you guys next time. Go Wildcats. Bear down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.